Mr. Keck and me. I'm Batman. Uh, I actually don't know if that was a good Batman impersonation or not. Uh, I'll let you be the judge of that. But it's me, Keck, Chris, uh, and this is another weekly episode of Mr. Keck and Me. So... For this week's episode, I recently started having a discussion with my friend Zach and TJ. And Zach, again, is someone that goes by Al on our streaming stuff. And we were talking about the Batman. Now, this is me giving full disclosure. Myself and Zach have seen the Batman, but TJ has not. So, for those of you that also haven't seen the Batman, this is... As spoiler-free of a conversation as you're going to find. We don't talk about anything in too great detail. This is just kind of some of our feelings, some of our hopes, and some of the uh, the ideas that myself and TJ from a month ago discussing the Batman were kind of spot on with. So if you would like to hear me, Mr. Cack, discussing some spoiler-free Batman conversation, well... Here you go. Enjoy. I have seen the Batman. No. Zach, I mean Al, have you seen the Batman? Yes. Okay, so I don't want to do any spoilers because TJ hasn't seen it. Okay. Uh, but right quick, I do want to encourage everyone to go watch the Batman and make your own decision. It is fascinating to me how much the uh, the the fandom seems to be getting to not necessarily a polarized point, but kind of a polarizing point in in how people view this movie. And I've thought long and hard, haha. Uh, but I think when I want to describe this movie, I think this is probably, well, no, I don't want to do it because TJ hasn't seen it. TJ hasn't seen it. I've got a very succinct way I feel about this movie. Uh, but TJ, are you excited to go watch this? And do you have plans to go see it anytime soon? Um... <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I don't really go to the theater, you know, movie theaters. So, like, well, it comes out April nineteenth on HBO Max. So, oh, okay. So it may be April nineteenth before I get before I actually watch it. That's that's actually Ma- part a really of the main good reason is the runtime. Yes. Like, so Front Relic just said I still haven't found time to watch the Batman, and I think that's more applicable for this movie. So TJ, yeah, you feel like yeah. runtime is a big thing for you. It, it I think is I think for any long. kind of any kind of theater like theatrical release runtime is a huge determining point of like when I go see it or if I go see it um like marvel movies notorious for having 3 hours I, had, I didn't see any of them in theater I waited till they all were available to rent or buy on Amazon that's fair um but like you know ghostbusters afterlife you know we waited how many years before another Ghostbusters movie came out? It felt like my whole life, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, you know, going to see that in theater was something. But the Batman, like, it seems like we get a new Batman, like, every couple years. So, like, part of me is just like, you know, I think I may just wait till HBO Max drops it. I think you said, what, April 19th? Yeah, 45 days after release. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to avoid spoilers. You know, I didn't avoid spoilers for the Spider-Man movie because, you know, it was it just kind of like... That was impossible. That it was, was impossible. it was completely impossible with people going to the theater and recording shit on their phone yeah. and then, like, posting it on YouTube. So it was just kind of like, all right, well, yeah, okay. Looks like that happened. 
Uh, if you tried to scroll through Twitter on anything, you immediately found a spoiler you weren't looking for. Yeah. But, I mean, this is Batman. Obviously, you know, Batman probably comes out victorious in the end, I'm guessing. Uh, so, like, spoilers. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. He may have got his ass kicked set up for a sequel. <laughs> so, you know, spoilers. I'm not as worried about finding spoilers on it. But at the same time, it's, I'm not thrilled about sitting in a movie theater for three hours when i can wait a few weeks and then just like oh i need to go take a piss hit pause you know yeah uh but we did find out that one you know it was like 12 minute long or however thing that we watched the on funeral the Friday night. yeah the funeral tj scene. tj i promise you this uh, i went and saw it uh sunday with uh reno and I leaned over to him because I could tell we were getting to that point. I go, hey, man, there's about to be a funeral scene, and I'm going to go pee. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, okay. And I went, and usually he usually he feels obligated to explain to me what I missed, even though I tell him I don't care. That's why I'm getting up to go pee. Uh, I came back, and he's like, okay, here's what happened. I'm like, they had a funeral. A car drove in. He protected a child, and then a the guy came out with the phone. He goes, yeah, man, that's basically what happened. I'm like, yeah, I've seen it, Jared. I told you, I've seen it, man. It's a trailer. <laughs> but I there love, I love that they gave us that scene because I literally had four minutes mapped out. I was like, dude, that's awesome. That's a pee break right there, baby. And I'm not gonna miss anything. And I literally came back right when the end of that extended scene ended, and it moved on to actual important stuff of that scene. Let's see, Fraught Relic, theater. somehow I managed to dodge No Way Home spoiler. Hey, kudos to you. I did not. The theater I was in, they didn't turn the air conditioner on. It was hot Ooh. as hell in there. I'm sitting, we, we're in there sweating in this three-hour movie. <laughs> so there is one yeah, thing. That would I'll... be another thing that pissed me off, too, about going to like a movie theater. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you get those those ones that don't turn on the AC or whatever. Yeah, that would definitely irritate me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would rather go to a theater that has the AC on way too high oh, yeah. than to ever go watch anything with the AC completely off. Yeah. Like, I even feel like in the winter, it's just being inside the building with all that dead air and people breathing. Like, yeah. that's going to be an uncomfortably moist room depending on how many people are in there. <laughs> I've never heard a theater explain it that way. <laughs> an uncomfortably moist room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's, that is so descriptive <laughs> and accurate. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like sitting on an airplane before it takes off, and they haven't started. Oh, that is the, the worst. You're just fitting there, and you can feel people spit in the air, man. It's just like, oh, it's, especially God. in the summertime. Yeah, it's just like a fart has been captured in the room around your head, and it's never going away. Um, but yes, no, I'd rather be frozen. I I go to theaters prepared. I always have a zip up on just in case I'm cold because I'm yeah. fat. So it doesn't get too cold for me at any point in time in my life, <laughs> other than the actual winter outside. Oh, and another thing about theaters too, it's 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 not so much the theater itself, it's the people in the theater who yes. may be watching the movie with you. Like oh. Ghostbusters, we sit there with some kid behind us just sitting there, sitting like in in the chair, like every time the car would drive and he'd be like, and I just I would be like I would just turn around slowly and just look at this kid. He'd be, it's like, are you freaking kidding me? It's like, and, and of course his parents are over there sitting next to him. They're on the phone, just minding their own damn business. And I'm just like, do something about him or I will, you know, this is a movie I've waited 20 years for. I will hit him. <laughs> it didn't come to that, but you know, 
Rage you nerds does not support (laughs) (laughs) children. Unless they're your children, then don't do it in a very mean way. Just if you're taking your kids to the theater, like, yeah, I, tell them just, to sit down and shut up. I also That's all think I there's, I think there also has to be like an age cutoff and like a movie cutoff and like a time of day cutoff. Yeah. Don't go to night showings with your kid, like, yeah, of a certain age because their bodies aren't prepared for that. Uh, <laughs> their attention spans aren't prepared for that. I take my daughter to movies, but it's like noon. When I yeah. know everyone else is going to be there with kids, and it's kid movies. Uh, it's not movies that are going to have, uh, you know, phantasms ripping people's, you know, <laughs> up off the ground or making sexual advances at the small Asian child named after podcasts. Uh, like, I, I don't, I'm not going to take my daughter to see that. I'm going to take her to see Adam's Family Values, too, which was all right. But also, I knew I was going to be in there with other people that understood the struggle. Like we're all just trying to survive and eat popcorn. But yeah, so theater experience, I've I've never cared for. So, uh, and I'll say, well, actually, Al, did you? How did you feel about the runtime while you were in there watching it? Did you feel like oh, okay, I felt the three hours, or you know, two oh. hours fifty six minutes, two hours forty seven minutes without the credits? Well, we'll call it three hours. <laughs> it, it felt like forever. Um. Yeah, and it, <laughs> two hours forty seven minutes without the credits, but you still get thirty minutes of damn previews before the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. The the movie uh, almost lasted a solid four hours. It felt like it's 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 DC is way too dark for a three hour long movie. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Like Marvel three hour long movies are fine because they're they they have those comedic parts. This movie it didn't have. But maybe a few comedic parts. Yeah, all. yeah, it had and, a couple. It had a couple. But it, it just wasn't enough to throw that you're you're in that movie theater for three hours off your mind. So, yeah, I mean, there's a difference. Marvel goes out of its way to let you know we're going to to entertain you with humor. DC lets you know we're going out of our way to entertain <laughs> you with the soul crushing reality of a very dark universe, and also we might say something funny. <laughs> like yeah. even some of the funny stuff was like. Ah, oh, they're beating the piss out of that guy. That's not funny. <laughs> uh, TJ, I will say I ultimately have positive reaction towards the movie, and I will go in more depth with it with you later about it uh, once you've seen it. But unfortunately, I will give this disclaimer: if you're worried about the time of the film, I do think you're going to to want to hold off until you're more comfortable with the time. Because yeah. this is this is a movie where I felt the time. I honestly felt like a, a thirty minute thirty minutes could have been shaved off this to make it a two and a half hour movie, and I think it would have done this. I, I think it would have covered the same ground. See, I've, DC is very notorious for that as well. Well, um, isn't this isn't this like isn't this a result of everyone clamoring for the Snyderverse? So now DC's yeah. like, well, screw it, we're just gonna let the director put all that he wants in there basically giving us well, a director's you know what's, cut right now what's crazy is like i've i've sit there and watched a, like an hour and a half movie and it felt like forever i watched you know Zack snyder's justice league the four hours or however long it was straight through and didn't feel like you know it was very long at all yeah so I hate that about movies, but you know, with Batman, like I can see that happening. Sometimes I sit there and watch the dark Knight or the dark Knight rises and go, God, is this thing almost over? <laughs> but you know, you sit there and you watch like Michael Keaton's Batman and it's like, 
it just goes by too quick. You know? No. Yeah. I'll be, I'll, I am genuinely curious to discuss. I've been doing it with, um, uh, other friends that once were stream partners with me that have abandoned me, uh, in a text message change, I've been, uh, talking to them about kind of our collective thoughts because I do think this is a very fascinating Batman to talk about, to allow us to collectively process. Did we like it? (laughs) Like, like, I don't feel like I, I know I don't hate it. I don't know if I'd say I love it. I can find positives in a lot of it. I can find things that I wish were different in a lot of it. And and the runtime is always going to be something I harp about. But it's genuinely one of those things where I walked out and my most immediate thought was, huh. That was, that was something. Something happened. You know, I've also seen movies where I could sit there and watch the trailer for three hours straight and love it. Watch the movie and hate it, you know. Yeah, Ghostbusters 2016 for me. (laughs) I thought I thought it was gonna be better. I thought it was gonna be. I was I was delusional. I I I even I even found a uh, Facebook post that I responded to someone because someone's like back in 2016. They're like, "Hey, what do you think about that new Ghostbusters?" And I'm like, "Listen, I think the trailer's gonna be you know the trailer's gonna be good. I'm gonna fall in love with it because I'm delusional Ghostbuster fan. I'm gonna try to find the best in it no matter what." Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if they disappoint me. And guess what? They disappointed me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wasn't surprised, but I tried. I tried so hard to love it. And, and there are some really good trailers out there that then are accompanied by some really crap, really crap movies. But I don't want to get too far into Batman so that way we don't spoil it. Um, I do think it is definitely a movie that I encourage people to watch to make your own opinion. And last I checked, Google user's opinion was 90% for. Um, I think Rotten Tomatoes was a little was lower, uh, and I don't know where IMDb was, but, I mean, it seems like it's generally a favorable Batman. Box office was a very good turnout for it as well. Um, there's probably a lot of doom and gloom in the forecast for it because once it comes on HBO Max, box office total will probably take a hit that Spider-Man No Way Home didn't have to account for, so... It'll be interesting to see how this goes. And it's also super interesting in hindsight thinking about, okay, there's like confirmed three projects, not even counting the sequel to this film. Three additional TV shows are spawning off of this Batman movie. And after seeing the Batman movie, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm curious, but I'm, I have thoughts. I want to know. I'm not sure. Like, I'm curious to see what they do with it. But we're getting a Penguin uh, series. We're getting a Gotham series. We're getting a Arkham. Ark. Oh, is there really an Arkham one they're doing? Yeah. To see about how like the GCPD is. You know. We'll we'll talk about it together later. Okay. All right. Cool. I mean, it's Gotham. You could just say the PC, the yeah. cops are corrupt, like because they are. <laughs> it just is what it is. Um, like that's that's every iteration of Batman, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I, I will uh, say this is probably in my one of my top five Batman movies. Um, not yeah, the top no one. I think but, Dark Knight is still the top for me. Oh yeah, for me it is for sure. I think Dark Knight I, is still. Top I for did me. like this Riddler better though. This, um, th- that would be my comment that I didn't say earlier that I liked. I liked a lot, pretty much any aspect of the Batman in the Batman. 
I loved. Bruce Wayne is an entirely different story in this one. Yeah. Bruce Wayne um, is an entirely different story. But every aspect. So for me, this was probably some of my most favorite the Batman moments. But movie wise, I still think it 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 doesn't reach what I love about the Dark Knight. And unfortunately, the reality is this. That's because the Dark Knight was a love letter to a villain that's very popular, the Joker. This didn't set up the same intimacy with the villain, and that's because they were creating a mystery to all of it and ripping off a lot of what the what the movie Seven did, uh, for in a good way, like in a good way. It wasn't just like a hokey parody of Seven. It was like <laughs> legitimately, it felt like I'm watching Seven. Like even some of the clues kind of feel like Seven. Um, so I, there's so much good that they did with this, but there's also like just other things that you question about it. Uh, I will say this. If you like the comic, some of the popular comic storylines, this borrows a lot from that. It borrows from The Long Halloween, Batman Year One. Um, oh, there was another story. Oh, there was another story where it felt like just immediately off the top of my head. It's like, oh, I see where they stole that from. Um, kind of elements of, of The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, yeah. Some of that, especially with like uh, some of the situations that happen within the city of Gotham itself. So it's interesting. It's interesting. But I am curious what people think about it. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely one that I'm going to I'm looking forward to watching. It's just when I actually get to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I say hold out for for home viewing if you are legitimately concerned of like where the, something like this movie too as much as it's kind of been built up and 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 everything it's like i almost want to just so i can sit there and and pause it and rewind it and really take in certain things that i may have missed yeah or you know get that opportunity to watch it again yeah. like you know maybe right after or the next day or so just so you can see the stuff that you missed to really kind of take because there's i, I imagine there's going to be some parts where Upon watching it a second time, you're going to be like, I did not catch that, and now this makes sense. <laughs> oh, also, it borrows from Hush, uh, and it also feels like you're watching the cutscenes of one of the Arkham Asylum games kind of just play out for you. Like, these See, were all I love the Arkham Asylum Yeah, games. I know. These were all thoughts I had. I was like, this kind of feels like a video game at times. Like, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Whatever. Again, make up your own mind when you get there. Uh, but as long I as think... he doesn't have a tank and then he goes and like blows something up and then gets out and goes and picks some guy up and he's like, where's the Riddler? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, he's got a badass, he's got a badass, uh, Battle souped Bill. up, souped up, uh, sports car, man. He, hey, I like that thing. That thing was pretty yeah. sweet. Pretty and I know sweet. you commented on, you know, it's a different kind of Bruce Wayne, which, you know, you almost expect it to be a different kind of Bruce Wayne. Because I think we talked about it a little bit on the Friday where, you know, here's this guy who's early on in his development of the Batman that he's not, you know, getting any sunlight because he's asleep all day. <laughs> we were spot on. TJ, I'll, 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 we? spoil, I'll oh, spoil exactly, it to you. Yeah. We were spot on with our assessment of, of what we thought the Bruce Wayne was going to be in this. Okay. And cool. you will either appreciate that because you understand like the, Oh, big brain. Okay. I see why they did this. Or you'll think that's not the charismatic playboy. I know it's, crap because <laughs> that seems to I've be i've never liked the charismatic the... playboy bruce wayne's then like maybe everyone maybe else plays fit for you i'll bring you it know. back just kidding but yeah I, so I, I go ahead al oh i 
I I like this Batman, especially you know he it's year two. He has he's still trying to figure out his role, um, and and get his life to where he needs it to be so he could do the daytime part and be Batman. So it seeing the seeing him develop through the story was interesting um, for me because. I, you know, the ones that we always see are the charismatic playboy Batmans. But this one, this one was different. And it was it was it was good. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? It's an early 20s guy that felt like his life was ruined when his parents were legitimately shot in front of him. And like, yeah, like if, if you you see all that, you get messed up all that and you don't deal with the trauma. Instead, you train how to be a fighter and a vigilante. And then you cope with that by going out at night to fight every villain that you can find, yeah, man, there should be more eccentricities to you other than the fact that you're a beautiful playboy with lots of money. Like, that's not how humans work. So, again, you can either really appreciate of, like, that probably, that's probably one of the most honest takes of Bruce Wayne at that point in his life that you'll ever see, or you'll hate it because it's different. <laughs> and, like, that's that's <laughs> where that's where the fan bases are going. <laughs> uh, but I... The penguin's awesome. I I love the penguin in this. The penguin's awesome. Again, the Batman. The Batman in the Batman movie is by far some of my favorite Batman moments. He solves crime, but he walks like he's in a suit of armor. And he don't play games, TJ. <laughs> he don't play games, man. It is the most intimidating Batman we have ever seen. And, and That's good it, though, because like you have to have that intimidating Batman. The the the, the especially the, when you take off the mask and it's Robert Pattinson under the guy who you know he's literally is supposed to you know the Batman is supposed to put fear into the hearts of these criminals. TJ like, used all no. line from the first two minutes of the film. <laughs> no, uh, no other Batman has been that way. Like, you know, obviously Keaton's was one of my favorites. Um, Christian Bale, like, you know, Christian it's just Bale's like they, year they, one, it felt like it tried too hard. It felt like he was trying well, too even hard. Even like towards the end, it's like, oh, it's the Batman. We better, you know. <laughs> we better stick like they all of our dogs on him. <laughs> well, you know, it's like they weren't really afraid as more of annoyed with him. You yeah. know, um, well, well, I mean, this, we're not even going to talk about Kilmer this, or Clooney's. This, this because... Batman gives you fear, TJ. He gives you okay. a reason to fear him. <laughs> so, and then like even you know even even Batfleck, um, yeah, like you you don't see him enough with the villains to where yeah, you know he's you know the the reshot thing on this Justice League movie where they did it just for exposition and storytelling. It's kind of like still wasn't even the kind of Batman that strikes fear into the hearts. So, yeah, this Batman strikes fear. He's a detective. Uh, he, he is doing things maybe not as how you would think Batman would do it because he's in year two of being the concept of Batman. He also takes lumps, man. This Batman took lumps. He did not, he did not just like, he did not get hit in the face and all of a sudden gets back up and his jaw is still chiseled and everything's fine. Uh, this this man takes as as much of an ass whooping as he as he dishes oh, yeah. out and 
that, the funeral scene. Just wait till you watch that scene after the four minute part that you <laughs> that you yeah, like saw there's, in the trailer. There's legitimately the Batman is probably some of the best parts of the Batman. I feel like that should just be enough for people, right? Like the title of the movie is the Batman, and the Batman is great in this. The Bruce Wayne, you can have your own thoughts about. Uh, some of the other casting choices, you can have your thoughts about. Some of the dialogue, you can have your thoughts about. You can't say shit about the Penguin. The Penguin is great. Leave him alone. Um, but, I mean, yeah. Like Gordon, Jim Gordon, yeah, maybe they'll work on that. Maybe they'll work on that one. I think there was promise there, but at the same time, it's like, eh, not the most entertaining. Alfred? Uh, uh, could work on that one, too. Could work on that one, too. But the Batman. The Batman was good. The Riddler was interesting, but... I, I do agree. Much better than the Jim Carrey take. <laughs> I, I was expecting oh, Jim anything. Carrey just to show up. <laughs> anything was better than the Jim Carrey. I like, I like the uh, put, put the, the plunger on his head and Batman. Like, I like the Adam West versions of the Riddler that we got more than I yeah. like Jim Carrey. Yeah, and I just, I mean, I just don't like Jim Carrey. That's fair. Again, uh, they do, they do homage. Uh, seven very wonderfully in this. Like it legitimately felt like, okay, parts of this could be from seven. Like we made like at times <laughs> yeah. I was like, did they just splice in the movie seven? Uh, I think we just dis- discussed box? that seven could have been a Batman movie. Kind I mean, of it, I mean, it could be. Well, maybe that's something that we need to do a deeper dive <laughs> into. TJ on Friday. All right. I hope I haven't put any of you off on either watching the Batman or listening to further episodes of Mister Cack and Me. I'll be back next week with either more guests and or more interesting conversations going down things that I love. So the Batman and kind of comic books and movies in general are a big passion of mine. So I hope you enjoyed my adventure and a genuinely fun moment of me talking to uh, people that I feel are very like-minded in their love of the comic book nerdiness. So uh, if you're also one of those people, I hope you enjoyed this. Please feel free. Uh, follow or subscribe, whatever you can do for this platform that you're listening on. And I hope to, I hope that you tune in next week. All right. Bye.